Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Do you ever find yourself kind of at your wits end or at loggerheads with your child over the fact that they just don't seem to be very motivated or inspired to do anything and no matter how what you do and what you say the motivation in them just doesn't seem to appear. Welcome to the show today I'm going to be talking about motivation and inspiration. It's a very hard thing to try and instill in a child or force in a child. Think think about yourself here. How motivated do you feel to go and do the laundry? How motivated do you feel to go and empty the garbage and do the recycling? These are things that we don't really like to do and we know we have to do. We're older, we've learned that we just have to suck it up and get on with it. But it's hard to be motivated for things that don't inspire you. That's the bottom line. And for, for there are many things in, in life that do motivate and inspire children. But typically, children are not motivated inspire, and inspired by homework. So I'm going to relate motivation and inspiration to homework and how we can perhaps help to motivate our children to be more inspired towards their homework. I truly feel the only way we can ins- I can inspire my children to actually get on with their homework is if their homework is something that actually interests them. So there's another key. How do we make the homework that they've got seem interesting? And we could put it on the teacher and say the teacher it's the teacher's fault, what a boring assignment. But if your children are struggling, maybe sit with them and empathize with them, validate their feeling. When they're feeling uninspired and they're not motivated, say to them, you know, go up to them and put your hand on their shoulder or on their back and say, you know what, I totally get it. This this title for this assignment totally sucks. It's awful. I'd hate to have to write this. So I understand how you feel. It's not that inspiring, is it? And they'll probably say, no, it's not. So let them have their rant. And then how can you help them move towards doing it. What can you say? What can you ask them? Can you be the middleman? Can you bring the boring title to life by by putting it in context for them and helping them to find a way to be inspired by it? So that's one thing I sometimes do with my kids and it does work quite well. The other thing is to find a win. What does your child love to do And what are they naturally good at? Because when they find these things and those are the things that inspire them, they're motivated to do them. But stay with me here because you're probably saying, yeah, well, it's all very well and good. He likes to jump on the trampoline. He'd jump on the trampoline all day and he loves to play baseball. 
and he would go to baseball practice. That's not a problem. He'll run out the door. He'll never forget his cleats. He's all he wants to do. I understand. But what a lot of parents fail to recognize is that that inspiration and motivation and drive within the child will carry over into things he's not so motivated and inspired to do. It's a win-win. You just need to find a win somewhere and it will begin to leak. Because when they're doing something that they're really good at and they love doing, it instills in them a feeling of being capable. They feel like they're worthy and they feel really good about themselves. You think of something that you've done really well at. How do you feel? You feel good. You feel inspired. You feel like you can take on the world when you're in that place. So if you can, if we can help our children get into that space and hold that space, some of those good feelings will still be there when they're sitting in, in something that doesn't inspire them. And eventually, if they feel good enough about themselves and capable within themselves, they will begin to be able to apply themselves to the things that don't inspire them as much. And I was talking with a mum the other day and she was really worried because her, her child came home from school and, you know, poodled around the house, wasted a bit of time, normal for kids. It does my head in when I see my kids doing that. And I'm all for them having some downtime after they come home from school. But when the downtime is three hours later and they're still not doing some of the non-preferred activities, it can trigger me. But I have to ask myself, why am I triggered by this? This is not my life. This is their life. I have to trust that my 16 and 17-year-old will know how much time they need to dedicate to homework, for example. And I have to trust that. And somehow find a way to work with them so I don't put myself, don't pit myself against them. So back to this mum. Her child was, you know, frazzling away the time and eventually ended up playing her piano. And she was playing and playing and playing and singing and singing and singing. And the mum was saying to me, she was getting really frustrated because she said, it's all very well and good. She's good at the piano. She loves the piano. She was there for an hour and she had so much homework to do and we had a, she had a sports practice of some sort. So mum was worried that time was going to run out. Mum was in her mind thinking, you don't need to play the piano. You don't need to sing. You need to be doing your homework because by the time we have dinner and you go to your practice, you're going to come home. It's going to be too late. And so we had a really good discussion and I helped her see that if her child is choosing to go and play the piano and sing songs, awesome. How great is that? That this curiosity and this inspiration and this motivation is within the child to go and write her own music and sing her own songs. And I invited the mum to try and sit in that space and be inspired by what she is seeing in her daughter. And yes, I mean, there does come a time where you can perhaps go to the piano and sit down and say, hey, this is awesome. I'm, I love hearing you do this. And I wish we had three hours so you could play for as long as you want. Maybe we can do that on the weekend. But right now, there are a few other things we have to do. I helped her also see that by her child playing the piano and singing, her child was putting herself in a really great space, in a very inspired space. So when she did move into the homework she didn't want to do, she probably did it 
10 times as quickly because she was motivated, inspired and just feeling really good about herself, she probably whipped, she'll probably whip through her homework in no time. So as mums were wired towards the fear, the worry that they won't be inspired, they won't be motivated and we don't see that in them and we worry about what will happen if they don't do their homework. So it all has to be, it's such a delicate balance. It's such an intricate dance and it can be really hard to get all the moves right. But just, I want to leave you with this, that whatever your child is doing naturally and really enjoys doing, that's where they're going to get their motivation and inspiration. And that's where those two qualities are going to leak into the things they are not so motivated and inspired to do. Because you're never going to get inspiration and motivation by doing something you hate. So the only chance we have is to build their capacity to be resilient, to stay in the things they hate. And the only way they're going to do that is if they have enough inspiration within, which is gained from doing the things they love, which will help them feel really good about themselves, which will help them feel like they can do whatever comes their way like the math that they're struggling in or the geography that they're doing or the socials essay that they hate. Hopefully you can see the relationship and that this has inspired you to look at things in a slightly through a different lens and help to help you look for things that you think will naturally inspire and motivate your child. Thanks for listening. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.